Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek David Brooks to learn more about an article he wrote this week. Hello, Dave. Hello, Sarah. So, Dave, you're going to make us take the plunge into a tree-filled North Country stream today, right? Through the magic of radio. Here, we'll, we'll do sound effects here. How was that? <laughs> All right, so your column this week is about long-running efforts to make New Hampshire streams messier by filling them with trees. Yes, exactly, which is not really, you know, it's sort of a counterintuitive idea. So, um, and not exactly filling them, but but the, the idea here is there are uh, actually a number of groups, and they've been doing this for a number of years on and off, uh, the organizations from, you know, the U.S. Forest Service, Appalachian Mountain Club, um, the Tin Mountain Conservation Center, which is near uh, near Conway and uh, U.S. Fish and Game, they've all been sort of looking at this idea and experimenting with it and trying it out. Uh, basically, <coughs> cutting down mid-sized trees, smaller mid-sized trees, and dragging them. You don't cut them down too close to the to the stream bank, uh, but dragging them and putting them in the stream in such a way that they that they don't flow downstream, and see what happens. So what's the idea behind that? I would rather head down a stream and not worry about getting tangled on branches. Yes, well, um, I, I like looking at nice free-flowing streams as well. And as I say, that's kind of where it's counterintuitive. I would have thought, you know, all this stuff in the stream is a problem. But the idea is to make the waterways more like they were before the Europeans arrived and started cutting down all the trees and pulling stuff out of the water. So it's, it's very natural for waterways, and we're talking about small waterways here, to be to have wood in them. They call it in-stream wood is sort of the, the, the biology term. That's pretty gnarm, right? You know, That's stuff. That's very straightforward. It is very straightforward. I mean, you know, it falls down and, and it's and it's in the it's in the uh, it's in the brook, it's in the stream. And we took it all out because we cut down on the trees and so they weren't there to fall in. Uh, and now we're putting it all back. So what's sort of the point of basically undoing what we've been doing for <laughs> hundreds of years. Uh, better water quality and better for fish. So, um, and so the, the target species here, the fishing game, so I talked to a guy named John McGee who's a fish biologist with Fish and Game, and the target species is the brook trout because anglers like to catch it and so you can sell fish licenses so there's a, there's a monetary source as well. But brook trout is also way up the, uh, the, the, the food pyramid and so if it's doing well that's a sign that the, the, the waterway in general is doing well. So brook trout in a small stream, they like it when there's lots of trees. He calls it three-dimensional. They like a waterways to be three-dimensional is the way you put it. Ooh, it, lots of branches they can hide amongst. Uh, furthermore, if you um, Do they give the fish red and blue glasses? <laughs> 3D. <laughs> Um, if you've got well, you've got a tree trunk in the waterway, it changes the way the water flows, and so it tends to go under the trunk. It'll scour the stream bed. It'll make deeper pools where the water stays a little cooler. The fish like that. In general, the research they've been doing for a while, and they found that you do this if you do it right, you get more fish and you get bigger fish. And it has secondary effects. Um, again, particularly if you if you drop in uh, trees with lots of branches. So they've, they've some of the experiments John McGee talked to me about is they tried dropping in trees that were so big they had no branches in the lower you know in the lower portion. So oh. you just basically dropped in a, a smooth uh, trunk, and it did the part where the water flowed and and dug out the bottom, but it didn't catch debris. It didn't catch the leaves and the sticks and the sediment that all sorts of branches will. And those when you catch that stuff, it it leads to bacterial growth. 
it takes excess nutrients out of the water, so it actually helps the lakes that the, the streams flow into because you get the algae blooms in the lakes, too much nutrient. We're all seeing that all the time right now, right? Mm -hmm. So this can actually help keep the lake clean naturally by kind of like a filter. So that's why you want to drop in like a hemlock or something. It has lots of, lots of crazy branches. So good for the anglers, but what about boaters? What about boaters? Well, they only do this for small streams, like 10, 15 feet. Nothing, nothing big enough that you'd actually want to, you know, take a boat down. That's, that's partly they do that to avoid, you know, annoying the boaters and partly because these are the streams where, where the fish are, are really need the most help. Okay. So it sometimes seems like most of what people do for environmental improvements involves trying something to undo what people have done in the past. I would agree with that statement, unfortunately. We're, we're never trying to, we're seldom trying to improve on what, you know, quote, nature, unquote, used to have. We're trying to get back sort of to it as much as we can, and you really can't. There really are no natural spaces left anymore. Human beings have affected everything, certainly all in New Hampshire. I mean, the, you know, you, you, you know what it's like. You go hiking, you're in the middle of nowhere, and suddenly you come across a stone wall, and you realize this used to be a sheep pasture. Um, and or if you're way up in the whites, all those trees were cut down and or burned down 150 years ago. So we've, we've changed everything, and so most of what environmental work does now is trying to get us back to a, some sort of a natural form as much as possible. All right. Thanks, Dave. You bet. You can learn more about tree-filled streams at ConcordMonitor.com, and you can see all the Granite Geek columns and related stories at GraniteGeek.org. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes. The theme music is Little Smartphone People by The Spidekicks.